0: Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding. And yes, there has been a little bit of a gap in our podcast the last two weeks. We just wrapped up our our Summit a couple days ago when I'm recording this. And A, it was amazing to meet many of our listeners of this podcast. So thank you for supporting the podcast and giving me some kind words that uh, it provides you value. So thank you. Today, I will be going into some tracking tips and reminders for Q4 as we are, man, almost halfway through October already, which is crazy. So I'll be going through some of that. And also just giving you a heads up, the LLR Summit, which we had, I think, eight sessions, eight expert sessions. The full recording is on YouTube. So I'll have a link in the show notes for that. We also will be breaking these up into clips, both clips from the sessions and individual sessions that we'll be sharing out. I know... I received so much amazing feedback from people during the event. We had a sunset boat cruise after on the Charleston Harbor, which was amazing. And so Dylan from Heatmap had the Gator versus the Judge, which that session was was amazing. Got a lot of great feedback. Jimmy from Sendlane and, and Ron wrapped up the day just going through the current and future state of email and really optimizing our email and SMS campaigns. That one also uh, brought the house down to, to wrap things up as we got the happy hour. Ash and Alex, so Ash from Avi and, and Alex from Alex Stark from OG. Also got some really great feedback regarding just thinking about influencer campaigns and not really not overthinking it. So uh, there'll be a bunch of clips from that one. But Alex shared a little tidbit of if you are trying to produce these professional videos to get. You know, just pump out more creative for your brand. As again, creative is really driving targeting these days. Just start with your iPhone. Just have an employee. Just shoot, like, record video, and just get started. So that was, I think, as as they were going back and forth, just talking about how they've used that to scale, was another big one. But every session was amazing. We had everything from getting deep in the weeds on GA4 and SQL and blending data with Faye from from Source Medium and everything in between. It was amazing. So keep your eyes and ears out for those. We'll likely actually play a couple of those replays here on the pod as well. And we are having another summit already. We're going to give ourselves a little bit longer time to plan, but there will be another one. So keep your eyes out for some early reg details as we get that out there. So on to our tracking tips and reminders for Q4. Number one, are you currently using a post-purchase upsell or are you planning on adding one soon Maybe in this week, maybe as you get into November for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. If you are doing that, if you have post-purchase or you're going to add one, please be sure that you follow our guides or all of our guides on setting up tracking for post-purchase upsells. Because if you don't implement the tracking If you enable it and don't change the way you're setting, your tracking is working through checkout, you're going to miss out on a large majority of your conversions. The reason for that is if you just think through the natural process of, so I'm a customer, I place an order, buy my main thing, I land on the post-purchase upsell page. It's not like 100% of the time, everyone is going to either A, accept the upsell, decline the upsell, or say proceed to the final thank you page. You are going to see people exit from there. So if that happens, and we see that range from 20 to 80%, it's a large really depends on your specific target market. But if people just end up exiting from there, and you only have tracking set up on the final thank you page, you're going to miss all of that. Or if you have scripts that are running in the post purchase, so you have Added some tracking, but maybe not fully set it up for server-side tracking. There's a 500 millisecond script limit in that post-purchase iframe, essentially a sandbox iframe where you can't add tracking to. You're going to miss out on conversions, Google Ads specifically, or or the Google Tag. We see that essentially miss out on executing uh, quite often in that 500 millisecond limit. So if you're an our customer, follow our guides, get that set up. Ideally, make sure all the channels we support server-side, you have the server-side connection set up. That way, we're handling things in a combination of uh, the WebPixel API and webhooks, and you are uh, fully set to go for Q4. If you are not an EloBar customer, you can still follow our guides. If you're using Google Tag Manager as an example, you can still follow our guides to get that data layer and uh, have your tags process. Number two... This one is very near and dear to Elevar. but are you using Klaviyo or Attentive or SendLane? Depending on when you're listening to this, we may or may not have already released a couple of our new email and SMS integrations. But are you using any of these for abandoned browse or abandoned cart emails? So let's just talk Klaviyo since that's a large percentage of our customers today. Please ensure that you have Elevar's server-side integration set up in your account. If you are don't have that configured, you are just leaving 20 to 30% of additional revenue from your abandoned flows on the table. And the long or short of that is because if you're just using the native tracking, the client side tracking with the Klaviyo integration, you're just you're going to miss naturally miss out because of all the headwinds that we're facing with tracking protections and cookie expirations with 24 hours. You're just, you're going to be missing where someone that has opted into an email or offer and they come back a day or two later and they add the cart, but they don't complete a purchase. You'd expect that person to get an abandoned cart email or a browse abandonment email if you have that flow set up, but they're not going to. So this doesn't cost you anything extra if you are an L of our customer. Just enable it, follow the guides to set it up. And you can see very clearly in a binary fashion of how many additional users is Elovar matching for you to your flows, to those segments. And you can actually run a split test to validate how much additional revenue that you'll get from Elevar. So that also, there'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. Number three, if you are a Shopify Plus brand and you are upgrading to checkout extensibility, please, this is for you Elevar customers that are listening When doing so, your tracking needs updating as well. You likely know by upgrading that you lose the customizations inside the Checkout.Liquid. So any of your tracking customizations, whether you are an our customer or not, you will lose so they won't trigger inside the Checkout.Liquid. So you will need to migrate those. And you can migrate to either the WebPixel API on your own if you want to manage that setup, or you can... Very similar to number one, move all of your destination tracking to our server-side tracking events for the destinations that our supports. That way, it's all automated. You can move the checkout extensibility. We'll still handle the shipping and fill payment steps. Those will all be handled for you. And that includes the one-page checkout as well. So if you are upgrading to get the one-page checkout, those are all covered as well. Number four, are you enabling international checkouts or Shopify markets? So this one is just a heads up so really this one is could be its own topic which there was a podcast probably about 30 or 40 episodes ago that was all about Shopify markets so you can go back to listen to that one but just this is more of a I'm raising raising my hand saying hey if you are making this change in the next month or two for Q4 keep in mind if you are having different pixels for different stores so if you had different stores for every market and you're consolidating into one store there is going to be potentially a loss in your ability to split those pixels or those events per domain. So if you are an L of our customer and you are making this change in the next uh, month or two, just reach out to us. And at some point soon, we'll, we'll update and have a full guide as we are continuing to make changes. Uh, actually, as of today, we just released a new feature that allows you to add multiple pixels or properties so if you wanted to add five ga4 properties through elevar and i'll point them to different properties you can do that same thing with the facebook pixel so that is now available and that is part of our move into supporting some deeper functionality with shopify markets number five this one is easy if you were a google optimize user and you have not intentionally moved or removed your google Optimize script from your theme or paused it or deleted it from Google Tag Manager, just do it. It's not coming back and it's likely, even in a small way, impacting your site speed. So go ahead and just remove that, that's an easy one. The next one, which I think on number six, same thing with the Universal Analytics. If your property has shut down and is no longer processing data, just get rid of all of your Universal Analytics tags. So in GTM, you can just filter by Universal Analytics and just do a bulk select and delete. Universal Analytics is not coming back either. So just get rid of it. It'll save some some of that JavaScript load on your site and uh, just again maximize the potential site speed optimizations that you can do going into Q4. Very related to Universal Analytics as we get into number seven is mitigating what I've called for a long time is script graveyard. So we are in October, November, Q4, And it's likely you've tested different marketing channels tactics uh, vendors and most all of them are have likely required some type of tracking that you've had to set up if you are no longer using them and don't plan to bring them back in the future at all ever then just pause or delete them from gtm or if they are in your theme remove them or if they are in the web pixel manager remove them these again if you are not using them at all they're just weighing down your site so the site speed. As we get into really optimizing for Q4, site speed is one of the most common optimizations. So just pause or get rid of them. That way you just don't have a bunch of dead scripts that are potentially uh, lagging. This used to happen more frequently a few years back. But during those peak periods, it's happened where some of these scripts that are running on thousands of sites during peak traffic periods. So that actual vendor will have their own potential load issues that they are experiencing, which that can negatively impact your site if they do have a load issue. So I don't see this as frequently today, but especially now that it's not just a Friday and Monday where all the traffic is going to your site, all the holiday traffic is just focused on those two days. So now those massive peaks that we used to have, they are really spreading out over weeks and months now. But that doesn't mean it won't happen. So just get rid of them if you're no longer using them. And save some of that load on the site. The next tip here is getting into uh, real-time performance monitoring. There's never a year that's gone by where we don't have multiple 911 issues that come in during peak holiday sales, and it's a hey, we don't have any data either in. It used to be Universal Analytics, so we don't see any data for the last 12 hours or even 24 hours. Or our real-time report isn't accurate. And it's going to happen this year. I know it because it's happened 15 in the last 15 years. We don't have universal analytics this year, which everyone was likely using in years past to look at purchases and conversions by campaigns. So we do have GA4, and many of you are still in a transition to learning GA4 or pulling GA4 into a Looker Studio via BigQuery, or if you are using a service like Tido, Dacity, Source Medium, etc. to do some of the report building for you, this is something to keep an eye on. So if you are really keen on watching real-time performance outside of your Shopify dashboard, and you typically will use or want to use Google Analytics then be sure to go through that process now of just setting up a dashboard for your GA4 real time. There was a podcast with Stockton a few a uh, few weeks ago that it was a video so there's a YouTube version of this where you can actually watch the process of setting up a real time report using your GA4 to BigQuery to Looker Studio. We also have partners you can work with. So, Tido has a free audit, which there'll be a link in the show notes. So, you can contact them if you need help setting up reporting. There's a ga4realtime.com, which was also from Stockton, that it's just you can link up your BigQuery to a real time dashboard that they created through Looker Studio. There's so many options here. You are potentially working with somebody directly, again, like Audacity Source Medium Tido already. So just reach out to them if you don't have a good grasp on your real-time analytics for Q4 season. That one is likely to sneak up on some of you, so get that taken care of. Other, say, other small things going on. So with Elevar, we have a a new version of uh, so you'll see an upgraded data layer that's supported for some of the Shopify requirements. So if you are if you're on a really old version of your server-side tracking with Elevar, so if, even if you are still using a GTM server-side implementation. I would recommend if it's not too late to upgrade to Elevar's fully managed server side tracking. So, if that is one of you, then reach out to us. Or if you are a non Elevar customer, you potentially are missing out on some of that checkout functionality with, with your server side tracking. Same thing, reach out to us. The only other item here as we wrap up for tracking tips and reminders for Q4 is session enrichment. That is a, a native feature from Elevar that we released earlier this year. And this one is really trying to maximize tip number two, which is the Clavio Bannon Browser, Bannon SMS for Attentive or other SMS providers that you might be using, is if you are rolling out a new pop-up. So if your current pop-up is potentially being served through Clavio or Attentive or PostScript, we support those out of the box. But if you are implementing a new pop-up, so if it's a custom pop-up, maybe you're using Webflow or something else custom, is just make sure that that pop-up we, L of R, are able to collect and listen for that email submission. So if you are using a custom, there'll be a link in the show notes for this one as well to our email SMS signup optimization. But if you are using Clavio Attentive, as I mentioned, PostScript and a few others, you don't need to do anything. We're automatically capturing those. Last but not least, landing pages is also another big one that typically will roll out in Q4. So just running traffic through landing pages and landing page optimizations. So this one is just a reminder, Uh, Nick Sharma, who had a session at the summit, he was going through one of his last slides was after he went through all of the UX tips and tricks for landing pages, one of his last slides was don't forget about tracking, you want to make sure you still have tracking on your landing pages, it could be just you set up Google Tag Manager and all of your uh, pixels and scripts will will fire as normal. Or if you are an our customer, same thing. You can still make sure you have GTM set up, but also we have a, a non-Shopify attribution tracker. So you'll see this inside your sources and your our dashboard. So if the landing page is a custom landing page outside of Shopify, let's say it's Unbalance or Webflow or whoever else it might be, it's just make sure that you have if you add that attribution tracker that we have so we can connect that journey from the landing page to your main Shopify site and ensure that all of your server-side destinations and events are being sent to the Facebooks of the world, TikToks, etc. And uh, you don't lose any... You don't have any gaps in your tracking. So that is all I have for today in terms of our tracking tips and reminders for Q4. We've got a lot of uh, amazing replays, like I mentioned in the beginning from the summit. So keep your eyes out for those. And uh, we'll be back on a regular schedule here. So appreciate your patience over the last few weeks as uh, we are in major prep mode for the summit. So with that, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. In order to help spread the word and just support the podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, share it on Twitter, share it on LinkedIn, send it to colleagues, or just send me feedback. I love reading feedback. I appreciate it. Many of the guests that have been on here, they've just emailed and him. Hey, I'd love to join. Here's some topics. That could be you. Just shoot me an email or hit me up on LinkedIn. My email is brad.getallofr.com. And if you enjoy this podcast and you want to give us a rating, I would appreciate that as well. You can rate us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are listening to this. But at the end of the day, if you could just share this and let others learn more about the world that you live in, the world that I live in with e-commerce and conversion tracking, I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.